What is it that you're eating? Seafood snacks. Is it the seaweed thing? That's like the nope. new the new hot shit, right? Yeah, the wasabi. Ooh, actually that sounds really good. We had some uh, sushi for Sarah's birthday and I forgot like what wasabi tastes like, like what wasabi is. Cause I never, I never fucking eat sushi. So I never get wasabi and I like, but I put like a shit ton on. And then you just clean out your fucking sinuses. It's amazing. I oh, like it. a whistle. It just. Yeah. <laughs> Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. So, um, uh, I guess this is my episode, so I'll start it off. Um, protesters in our city, Baltimore, tore down a memorial to Christopher Columbus and threw his ass into the harbor. Everyone in the city, except a few crybaby Italian assholes, didn't give a flying rat-ass fuck. But, of course, the police announced it will do everything they can to arrest the protesters involved. I haven't heard that anyone got caught up yet. That's good. Um, but, you know, it's just like, it's just like fucked up. Because, like, like, that's just what these kids need, right? Like a criminal record for tearing down something that literally doesn't fucking matter at all. You know? Well, it's. Did you see, so, like, a bunch of, like, concerned citizens, which really means, like, a bunch of, like, boomers from East Baltimore, like, the holdouts in, like, Canton and Little Italy. Literally, it's, like, dudes wearing fucking open-toed shoes and, and shirts to say Italia on them. Yeah, it's fucking lasagna tarts, you yeah. know? Oh, I like that, lasagna tarts. Um, <laughs> yeah. And first off, Italians need to find a new fucking hero. You know, just find someone else. There's plenty of fucking Italians around. Get Isn't Joe Rogan Italian? Why don't you erect a statue of fucking Joe Rogan? Or fucking, what's that guy from Sopranos? Guten, what is What's his fucking name? Gandolfini? Yeah, Gandolfini. Erect a statue of Gandolfini. Just, why do you have to attach yourself to fucking Christopher Columbus so much? I mean, and then, this is not, they're making it an issue about that. It's obviously not. Couldn't they do like Da Vinci? He was Italian, right? Yeah. That would be like a a fun one. Yes. Yeah, he was, yeah. Or Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any of the, or Donatello, any of the Ninja Turtle people? Probably fair game, right? I mean... Donatello, Raphael... They probably slapped around a few women back in those days, but, like, like, we didn't hear about it. They probably fucking fucking deserved it, you know? But... (laughs) (laughs) um, They didn't say it. But, like, there was, like, footage of these fucking old-ass dweebs trying to rescue the the statue from the harbor and it like did not work but i guess like the city or the cops or the somebody did get the statue out of the water oh, okay because i, I heard broke. trying to get it out and the fucking the thing the strap snapped or something i think that either they got it out and the statue broke or like the i think they got it out or like part of it out but it's like broke and no one gives yeah. a shit but did you see um that stonely lanes and towson shut down because of it no, that's crazy. So, Why? because like for because like a holiday thing, like or not not holiday or like no, because of a violence thing. Oh, so they oh. they posted a thing online, and I I don't remember if I like saved it on my phone because they like deleted their social media after like they just got made fun of for like days about this shit. But basically, like 
they, um, let me see if I have it. I don't think I actually saved it. No, because I didn't think they would actually leave. But like, you know, they said like, due to the violence in Little Italy, we will be shutting down in order to like protect our business and protect our employees. And it's like, homeboy, you're in fucking Towson and you're talking about something in the city, like in the far end of the city. So shut the fuck up. And also, That's like, literally the dumbest thing I've ever. But it's like heard. you wouldn't fucking shut down during an economic crisis, and you wouldn't shut down during a pandemic. But like, some people toppled a statue into the water that has literally nothing to do with your locale or your fucking industry. And you're like, yo, we gotta fucking, we gotta think about the big picture here, guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just fucking crazy. And now that the fucking, uh, the fucking, the fucking mayor. Uh, told the police commissioner that they have the the ability to go out and try to arrest these 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 uh, protesters these these black guys basically because that's who it was and they're gonna go out of their way to destroy people's futures with vandalizing record over a statue of a mass murdering rapist. This is your fucking priority, like to ruin these people these these kids' lives. You know, I mean, we will see what happens. Like I said, as of right now, I have not heard of anyone getting caught up of anyone. like. Yeah, but they're going to go out and like take fucking resources to go out and look for these guys when it, there's so many other way more things that are, are such higher priority that are going on in the city of fucking Baltimore. Like, fuck you, Mayor Jack Young. Like, get your goddamn shit straight. You're gonna cause more death by instructing police to hunt down protesters. You're asking more confrontation and violence. Like, and if this fucking happens, like, can you imagine, like, if, like, they found this person and then, like, there was, like, a group, like, and then they're just gonna, they're just, like, literally making a confrontation happen. And then, you know, someone's gonna get shot over it and, you know, someone's gonna get killed over this shit, you know? And that's, how do you think that's gonna make you fucking look? Like well, the mayor, not you. But like, well, I mean, like this is going to be like the death knell of the old guard Baltimore people, right? So, like, if Jack Young legit is like going to fucking make this like a whole fucking thing, right? If he's really yeah. going to make this like a whole fucking thing, that's just going to prove that there needs to be fucking change in city leadership because they're diverting their resources and their time away from legitimate issues in our city. To finding people who threw over a stupid statue that no one gives a shit about. Yeah. And those little fuckers in Italy need to stop talking about Christopher Columbus and start talking about how we're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm gonna. I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Ah! All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. That was a good one. But anyway, like, and, you know, I was like, I'm going to get a fucking beep for this or whatever, the horn or whatever. But I was talking, I was listening to the, the stupid fucking pod save people. And they were like talking about how mention like the podcasts. statue issue is like not an issue that's popular within the like, uh, with like the base, the ba- like riling up, um, the Republicans and shit, but I don't know, man. I disagree. Like this is like I've been hearing a bunch of shit from like people I work with and shit that like this seems to be kind of important to them. Like they get riled up over this dumb shit. 
No, it is. It is. I mean, Trump talks about it in every single one of his speeches as of late. Um, He mentioned it in his 4th of July address, which was insane. But he and this is why this is why we need to stop like the the left or not even the left, just like fucking those, you know, Democrats basically need to Democrats and protesters and stuff. They need to like simmer down and not not talk about like George Washington shit. Focus on Christopher Columbus and the and the Confederate statues because like the whole country's on your side with that basically. But when you start talking about if you go too much too if you go further like Thomas Jefferson and George Washington, like it's gonna fucking backfire. Well, like this, that's something we can do when Biden's president. This becomes a whole thing, like with uh, incrementalism, right? This is like very similar to like a lot of the police stuff or like the socialism versus communism stuff, like all of that, where it's like. If we have this end goal, right, should we try from the jump to get to our end goal or should we try to do it in steps? And there's pros and cons for each of these delivery methods. Like there really is. It's not even about, dude, it's it's not even about that, though. I don't it's not about steps. It's really just about like just wait until Biden's president to go further. Well, No, it is about st- steps. And that's even what you were just saying is like you do it in steps. So the first step would be Confederate people. And then we move on to Christopher Columbus. Then we can talk about like less like in your face problematic, but still kind of shitty people. Like we can go to actual like people who own slaves like we could. There is a progression that you could chart out to be like, let's get these guys first. Then we'll get these guys. Then we'll get the rest of these guys. Or but we can try and get everybody blown. in one fell swoop. But that's already it's already blown out. Like because they're fucking saying who's going to be next, George Washington. But it's not a but that's, but that's not a practical application of the argument though, because like the George Washington stuff and like like a lot of that shit, like it really isn't that mainstream. Like it is a dog whistly thing. It's like a whataboutism, and then it's people who were like being more extreme on the left, being like fuck it, take them all down. So that's what I'm saying is like the popular opinion right now is just Confederate shit. So like an incrementalist approach is happening towards this and they're just thinking seven steps ahead as like, well, what does that mean in two years? We're going to get rid of like, you know, everybody else like this County treasurer dude, because like he was mean to a bartender one time. Like you can't really entertain that like thought process because you're just going to back yourself into this stupid corner. Well, it's going to be it's going to be dumb. And uh, I think it's just it's just dumb because like that is something that is going to rile themselves up, no matter if it's just like a little fucking whistleblowing little thing that they like to to bring up, even though it's not even happening on a massive scale, the George Washington stuff. But if you're, if we're, you know, I just think we all need to fucking simmer down. Because it's before the election, at least. I don't you know? think we need to simmer down. I think the opposite. I think we need to maintain the momentum. We can't let the progress. I'm, not talking, I'm saying simmer down with those. Like, just just folk, just tear down all the Confederates. Like, we, everybody's for that. I'm saying before the election, if you keep going further, you might turn off some fucking people. And you might, you're going to rile up that fucking other base. I don't think that that base is going to really be like a swing state so to speak like i don't really think that there's people who are like i'll take it here but after here it's too far and i'm gonna vote for trump now like i don't think that that's really gonna happen i hope you're right i really like i can't see that happening like on a scale that will really matter like in terms of like electoral college results like i really don't like see a lot of people really like having statues be the thing that will make them go from diehard bernie to reluctant trump yeah. 
Like, I don't think that's really like a practical way to look at this. Like, it's just going to be another thing that for them to roll their eyes about and be like, well, I guess I'm fucking stuck with Biden. Like, it's not even also like it's not even like attached to Biden at this point. Like the statue stuff has literally nothing to do with him. He even yeah. said in one of his addresses, like he's down to vote them out. But like if yeah. people want to do it, then you can't police people's feelings because shit's fucked up. And I hate right. to say it, but I don't fucking disagree with the man on that. And like this has nothing to do with like the election. Like it will be used on the right as like we need to curtail the violent anarchist left because they're going fucking crazy. But like it's not like a practical application of current events. So like, it's not something that really deserves that much of your brain capacity because it's just a distraction. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I hope you're fucking right. And you know, but there's a huge reason why he decided to have his shit on like rush Mount Rushmore, you know, cause he's definitely like, he's using this as the main tactic, which, you know, pod save people said he's, he's, he's doing a huge miss Do not on this. And, and I hope they're, um, I hope they're right. I guess you could say, um, because that's not what I'm hearing from people I work with or people that I'm just, you know, that I, that I am listening to from a fucking distance when they bring up shit that annoys them. It's this shit. This shit's annoying them. I mean, I hear that too, from like people I know on the right and it, it gets, it gets lumped into the whole like erasing history thing. And it gets lumped into the how, how far it's too far or far enough thing. But it kind of like, if you actually like, in like, get into that mindset if you actually have a conversation they have like four prepared sentences oh i know but they don't have any critical thinking behind them i know it's what about isms and then it's switching it all around and they circle it they circle back Mm -hmm. man yeah i I told you i had this argument with the christopher columbus thing with that lady and like she's just real dumb like she's not even dumb it's just that she ran out but she's still so stubborn, mm-hmm. she can't admit that she fucking doesn't have a good argument for it. But that's a lot you know? of it, too, is, I mean, this is something that, like, I think I've mentioned on here before. And it's like, if you're on the left, like, you're kind of expected to have, like, an advanced degree in, like, multiple disciplines. But if you're on the right, you basically just have to, like, be able to scream, no, you're wrong, louder than the other people. Yeah. And, like, obviously, there are, like, the new right and there's, like, the alt-right people and, like, the the intellectual dark web dudes who like align themselves with the right. But like by and large, like if you're going to go against the American status quo, like you're kind of expected to be an intellectual and like have like these more like advanced, like avenues of thought about these things. But like, if you're on the right, like if you're talking to like your aunt or like one of your coworkers, like they're not really going to have like really in-depth arguments and like, yeah, the, they, 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 they have the dumbest fucking talking points. These Sean Hannity motherfuckers have the mm-hmm. stupidest fucking talking points. At least the alt-right have interesting, horrible um, talking points. But at least you're like, get confused because you're like, how the fuck did you get there? You know what I mean? Oh, like, I mean, I love, I honestly really enjoy talking to like alt-right dudes because yeah. it's so interesting to be like, how is it 2020 and you're still like having a debate about the Jewish question? Like, how is this actually how you view the world? It's so jarring. It like takes you back and you're like, fuck, like you get like, you get like jittery. Like I, I get so like, it, you get mad, but uh, not even mad. You just get like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, and the fucking Sean Hannity type of motherfuckers, that doesn't happen. It's more just like you get angry because these people are so fucking 
dumb and they circle around and like i'm like i already proved that shit wrong i already told you you even nodded yeah and then moved on but you're just circling back to it like well it's like i told you before it's like how it was when i talked to my like childhood friend or whatever that ended up like joining the aryan brotherhood and like i i saw him randomly and we started talking about shit and it was I mean, like, it was a terrible conversation, but it was so fucking interesting because the whole time I would, like, say something and you'd be like, yeah, I see your point, but, and I'd be like, dude, you're like a 30-year-old man, like, do you really believe that? And he's like, I don't know, but it raises the question, blah, 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 and it's like, dude, like, are there really a bunch, like, an entire gang of people who, like, think the way that you do? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it's just like, it's just like a whole new world. Like, it's a whole different world, and it's so interesting to, like, peep my head in that door and be like, how are you guys, like, real? You but know? They, don't even, they don't even actually believe it. It's just tribalism. They they want to feel a part of a group, and, like, they just secure themselves to that, you know? I mean, we can get into the whole psychology of being in, like, a gang, and especially a prison gang, and there are the ones who actually believe it, and they prey on the weak and kind of, like, force them to do their bidding or whatever, but... I don't... We don't have to get into it right now, because I know you have a whole thing planned, and we're already, like, 15 minutes in, but... I didn't know how fucked up the Mount Rushmore shit was until like someone else brought it up and I like looked into it. I mean, you mean about the land that it's on? Everything about it. The fact that it was like oh, like a holy site for the it's either the Lakota or the Dakota. So like I apologize whichever one it is because they're different. It's Lakota. Yeah, and like that whole area, like the, like all the Black Hills is like a whole thing, and then like that site's called like the Six Grandfathers. Like it's a whole thing, and then it was carved out by the like the kkk member guy who made the confederate mount mount rushmore in atlanta the, the, when adams ruins everything did a whole thing on on mount rushmore he didn't mention, mention that at all podcast i would think that he would have um but what you know it's just interesting because these guys are like this is our holy mountain and this guy was just like fuck it and then he just like blows that shit I mean, up. it also and has to do with like custer finding there. gold there like it's a whole fucking thing it's like very 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 in-depth and i did not know how deep it was because i heard a bunch of people being like because there was all those protests like with trump being there and then i was like okay they're just protesting trump like i didn't really know much about mount rushmore i know that i went there and it sucked it was like super underwhelming and not worth the parking admission still have the fucking debris there it's like when I went there in 2009, it was like 30 bucks or something to park. And it was just like a gift shop and then like a cafe and then like a not that big sign. It's kind of like when you go to Hollywood and you think the Hollywood sign's huge and it's not like Mount Rushmore isn't that impressive. Sorry, guys. But like, I don't know. I was I like, OK, whatever. Small. Like, huh? Is it small? Yeah, it's small. It's like very small. It's very underwhelming. And like, I thought that it was just like, OK, cool. Like they're protesting Trump. They're protesting all this other stuff. Like. You know, I know the Black Hills are a thing, but I didn't know that it legit was like a central part of their creation myth. And then this motherfucker was like, nope, I'm gonna put fucking George Washington on this bitch. Fuck you guys. Like, I'm gonna violate this treaty and just put some shit on here. Suck it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really fucked up. We can get into that later. Like, I'll do a thing or I'll make you do a thing about it. But like, yeah, it people talking about like a lot of the the Native American like reclamation stuff like it's starting to bother me more the more that I look into it and the more that I like try to make myself more aware like educate myself about like the Native American stuff because obviously like they were fucked a hundred ways to Sunday but like the more you get into it like especially like if you're older and you're more left-leaning or you're whatever like the more you just like 
realize how fucked up it is. And then the more like I personally get angry at people who like downplay like native right stuff, like the pipeline shit and everything. And it's just like, dude, like you have no idea what these people went through. And like the fact that you like make fun of people who say that sentence, like proves that you just like are completely ignorant to like history on the continent of like North America. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's pause for, let's not talk about the native Americans L's for a second. And let's talk about one of their W's. Okay. That was so topical, Jordan. (laughs) So, um, they got a win, right? That was a very good, like substitute teacher, like vibe, like let's get away from the L's children and talk about the W's. Dude, I'd be such a fucking, like, trying to be hip fucking high school teacher. I would love for you to be a high school teacher and then immediately your ass whooped by an eighth grade girl who is a foot and a half taller than you. Yeah, well, you know, more like I'd flip out when they fucking throw fucking paper at me. Who the fuck did that? You know, I beat the Stand on a desk and you're still fucking smaller than half the class? Fuck off. Um, Let's talk about a W. Um, What do you think I'm talking about? I don't know. Oh, the pipeline, maybe? Yeah, because we're talking about South Dakota and Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And I'm now going to switch it over to the Dakota Access Pipeline. Uh, is over for now, right? So uh, there will be a 13-month environmental review by the Army Corps of, Corps of Ener- uh, Engineers. <coughs> uh, and hopefully this will mostly be conducted throughout a different presidential term because there's so many ways that Trump could just fuck around with this. When does that, Um, when does the survey start? Did it start? um, It probably starts like, like, did it start when that was proclaimed or does it start like at the beginning of August or is it going to like that? I don't know, but either way it'll probably, even if it starts now, the majority of it will go through whoever the president next presidential term. You know what I mean? 13 months. Yeah, but I mean, let's be very honest. If Don Don gets booted and he has, what, five months until the changeover? That means, like, realistically, they're going to have half of that study be done under, like, the Trump administration. So, like, initial findings are going to be, like, very important. So they'll either have to, you know, like, completely redo what they had done earlier, like, null and void, like, the first half of the study, like... That's what I'm worried about. Well, I mean, let's be honest. There's, I mean, it's not like Biden's going to do anything to help either. You know, he's not no. going to do anything that that matters into helping it along or pushing it in the right direction. No, the and, only thing that's going to matter with that is if he gets people in his transition team and people in his cabinet who are progressive in order to make the progressive Democrats happy and those people make it a pet project which I think will happen. I think if Biden comes in and he gets a progressive VP, if you're right and he does get Warren, or if he doesn't get Warren as a VP and he gets Kamala as a VP, which means that Warren Warren will have another cabinet position because Warren will have a cabinet position. Head of the Native American uh, Association or something? Well, no, I mean, what, Department of the Interior? Like some shit like that? Like if she gets some crazy shit like that, I mean, maybe that will backfire because of the whole like fake Native American thing. Like I just thought about that. But like, yeah, if we get like a progressive in there to deal with like the environmental stuff, like it will be a big priority because that will be a bounce back pendulum the other way, you know, knock it out of the park win for Democrats to be like, we fixed the earth. The fucking oil companies and shit, they probably have 
Biden in the pockets as well, you know, so, but, you know, that was something I thought about too, when I saw that, that that went through when they were like, yeah, the Dakota pipeline, like, isn't a thing anymore. My first thought was like, okay, that means that the oil industry is diverting their interests somewhere else. So they don't care about the pipeline right now. Well, energy transferred, um, lulled saying now they'll just be transferring the oil via rail. So it's just stopping the oil going through that pipeline. It's not yeah. stopping the actual transportation of the oil. So the oil is still happening, you know, and apparently it's more dangerous to go by rail anyway. So they're literally like, ha ha Because of banditos? Yeah. Because of people cosplaying Red Dead too, trying to rob the train? <laughs> that's what's going to, that's what's going to happen probably, you know? Well, I guess, um, how does, like, my thing is when people are searching for oil, this is going to be a real dumb, like, I'm going to really show how dumb I am. So there's oil, right? Mm-hmm. What's gasoline? It's what do you mean? Thing. So like, like oil is really cheap if you go to the store and just buy some jugs of oil, but gasoline's pretty expensive. Like, what's the difference between the two? Do they both come from the same thing? Dude, I like, have no idea. Oh, so we're both stupid. I have no my, idea what the difference between gasoline and oil is. I think I think it's a process. I think oil is. The, I would the imagine gas- that oil is the base product, and then gasoline is like processed oil. I think so. I think that's. But I really happens. don't know. They process. There's no yeah. country for this old man, or no, that there will not be blood or whatever. You know, like I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, love that movie. I could actually maybe have someone come on who knows more about that though. Oh yeah, you know, you know, a fucking oil rigger. No, I have a um, I have a family member who has some dirty ass fucking uncle, you know, the fucking no. No, I have a I have a family member who works for the pipeline, works for a pipeline in a different state. Uh, how many pipelines are in the in the country? A lot. Well, um, let's move on. (laughs) That was that was sick. That was a great transition, buddy. (laughs) Well, I'm just realizing like. We keep talking and time goes by. So, uh, actually, do you have anything more to say? Not really. Not right now. I don't think so. Okay. All right. So, um, really quick, that um, Amy Cooper girl uh, is being prosecuted apparently for falsely reporting a crime. She faces fines and up to a year in prison. Oh yeah, the park, the park girl. Yeah. So. I mean, interesting. It's cool, but I kind of don't care. Like, I don't want to hear about it again until I hear about her being sentenced. Like, I don't want to follow that trial. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. I wonder, I do wonder, though, if this will set legal precedent for false claim, like, hate crime stuff. That's what I think this is leading to. This is, like, definitely leading to something like that, like, a basis for, um, like, a new type of law for that, so. Yeah, I mean, it'll be whatever. So, um, let's talk about, let's talk about Washington, D.C. We've, we've been trying to talk about this for like three weeks. This is old news, but, uh, kind of interesting, right? So it's also crazy that what, what you're about to say was a thing. And then I haven't heard about it since literally that day. Well, it's just, uh, this just goes back. It's kind of interesting, like, like statehood in general. Right. So like, um, well, wait, you got to introduce what we're talking about before you get into it. This is not the segment. Okay. 
my segment is a different thing about DC also, but they they kind of go together. That's why. But I, um, so Washington DC is not a state. Uh, it's a district, and so people don't have do like so they have a represent they have one representative. Can um, I, I have a whole thing for this. Can I do my thing for it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because this was actually so a little behind the curtain. Um, obviously Jordan and I like run different days when we record and we both had this as something that we were going to talk about and something that we had notes on. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah, I have a whole thing planned out, but not for this part in terms of like voting rights and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, the constitution grants each, uh, state voting representation in both houses of the United States Congress. As the federal capital, the District of Columbia is a special federal district, not a state, and therefore does not have voting representation in Congress. The Constitution grants Congress exclusive jurisdiction over the district in all cases whatsoever. In the House of Representatives, the district is represented by a delegate who is not allowed to vote on the House floor, but can vote on procedural matters and in congressional committees. D.C. residents have no representation in the Senate. The 23rd Amendment adopted in 1961 entitles the district to the same number of electoral votes as that of the least populous state in the election of the president and vice president. Yeah. Yeah. And we are the only uh, the only country in the West or the developed world, if you want to be an asshole or like whatever, who doesn't have like full or like more voting representation in our now in to our be capital. fair they they do vote for the president they do have like they can vote for the president they just don't vote on any laws or anything like that yeah but they're like i just said they're uh, the electoral votes that the that dc has is the same as the the lowest number in the country which i think is two one two um i might be might be one i don't know it depends because so uh da, 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 da. Uh, it has to do with population, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they have more, I mean, they have 700,000 people or something. So they have a higher population than some states. So representatives, there's 435 representatives in Congress and they each, um, they, they each represent about 750,000 people. So if DC is 700,000 people, that's, so it's just a, a little underneath one representative's worth. So in, anyway, so basically, of course, uh, these these it should be a state, right? Or it should be it, it's either going to be its own state or it's going to be like what it was, which was like so. Uh, there's a one give point. Give it time, fucking back to Maryland, baby. Give it back to Maryland. So then you won't have 51 states and have an awkward looking flag with 51 stars. It just gets back to Maryland. Now, if you look at old maps of DC, it was a diamond, and the diamond crossed the Potomac into Virginia, and so. D.C. was a part of Virginia and Maryland, or I'm sorry, those states gave up portions of their land to make up parts of the district. So in 1847, the people that lived in the district on the Virginia side um, really wanted, well, actually, all the way back to like 1809, there were bills being like, yo, we want representation. We need to do something about this. Like, we want to be able to have votes on the fucking um, representative floor and shit. Like, we want to, we want to have representation. So and then um, in 1847, there was the whole slavery issue was coming to play, and they were about to vote to to say s- slavery was forbidden within the district. So obviously, um, the Virginia people were like, fuck that shit. 
and they like uh, passed a bill to to get back their portion of that land as quick as possible after um, slavery was uh, abolished from the district. Um, and Maryland was completely, uh, not Maryland, but DC was completely okay with that. Um, so, do, 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 do. yeah, so, yeah. So, Anything else on that? Well, the DC Statehood Act um, was what was uh, presented, passed on June 26th, 2020 or whatever. Oh, by the, by the house? On June 26, 2020, the House Representative passed the DC Statehood Act, uh, 232 to 180, largely along party lines. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Peterson and Justin Amash were the only Democrat and Libertarian to vote no. Um, Interesting. Obviously, it's not going to probably pass Republican-controlled Senate, well, but we'll see what happens. Uh, the DC Statehood Act would create the state of Washington, Douglas Commonwealth. Switching it from District of Columbia to Douglas Commonwealth, obviously for Frederick Douglass, with mm-hmm. two senators and one representative, and then a smaller federal district known as the Capitol inside of it. So it'll end federal up being, district. huh? You said federal dick stick. <laughs> yep, a federal, uh, you know, dick trick. Um, the House would be expanded by one member until the next census. Uh, Bullshit, at which point D.C. would get the number of representatives determined by their population and the District of Columbia delegate would be repealed. Residents of the federal district would vote in their state of last residence. The bill would exclude the federal district from laws for selecting electors and set up an expedited process for repealing the 23rd Amendment. Yeah. So it'll end up being kind of like a London thing where there's like, London, and then there's like a separate thing called the City of London, which is like yeah. a smaller Vatican type of bullshit. Looks like we right. will get an autonomous zone after all, motherfuckers. So the reason why this is so contentious over Republicans, obviously, both Puerto Rico and D.C. becoming a state is because they're both fucking blue as fuck. Now, D.C. wants statehood really bad. Like, the if you do a poll... Is so overwhelmingly in support of statehood. It's like insane. I mean, I don't um, give a shit about statehood, but I definitely want them to have voting rights. Like, I feel like statehood is whatever in compared to the voting rights, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and also, can you imagine being that representative? Like, so pointless. Your job is so pointless. You can vote in committees and shit, but like, who the fuck cares? You know what Dude, I mean? That's like, easy. That's like a fucking gym teacher at like a fucking shitty high school type of job. Like you are technically like, you know, a dude who makes decisions in air quote, but in practicality, you have no responsibility. So you just fucking hang out. Dude, you're a mall cop without a gun. That's what you, you just are. get drunk in your office all day and eat fucking, you know, barbecue and just hang out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess you're right. Depends on how much they get paid. An elected you know? official with. No responsibility. no responsibility. They still get paid more than you and I do, so fuck it. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, dude. It's like just being a lazy step-parent and being like, I don't know, I'm my fucking kids. I can't fucking tell them what to do. I'm just going to hang out here in the shed. Hell yeah, dude. Actually, you know what? I'm against all everything I just said, and I'm just going to try and become that representative. Because that sounds like the perfect job now that you think about it. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, real shit, though. Like, I don't really care about them being a state. Like, it'd be cool if they were a state. But, like, if if the title of them being a state is the big issue, then, like, I don't fucking care. It seems almost, like, 
ornamental at this point, but like they 100% need voting rights. My, my thing is I don't want to become a state because 51 stars is going to be weird and we're going to have to redesign the flag. It's going to be fucking weird. That's also, what I'm saying. Like fucking weirdos like you are going to use that as the reason why they don't want it to be a state. So fuck, the, fuck the state thing. That's just aesthetic. Give, give them it, in Puerto Rico it. fucking full voting rights. Treat them if like a state, have, a state and everything but the name. And um, if we gave it back to Maryland, would the would the capital of Maryland become D.C. now? Like it's Annapolis right now. Would it become D.C. or would Maryland have two fucking capitals? Over my cold, dead body, will we move the capital of the greatest state in the country to D.C.? I agree. It's the, definitely the best state in the fucking country. We're the but, best state um, in the fucking universe. So what happens then? Because D.C. becomes just the capital of the U.S., but it just happens to be in the state of Maryland also. Isn't that how it is in, like, um, in, fuck, I'm going to sound really dumb. Isn't that how it is in fucking Canada? Like the, I don't know. The capital like, of, it, like, yeah, because what? The capital of uh, Canada is Ottawa? Yeah. But okay. the capital of Ontario is Toronto, right? I have no idea. Like it's you know it's going to be like that. I mean I'm I might be completely wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it's like the capital of Canada. Like isn't that fucking big of a deal? Because it's not like a big deal city. Yeah, that's probably why the fucking. Um, it would be the same thing. It's like you know any fucking state in the country aside from like maybe what three or four. Like all of their capitals are like these bullshit towns that no one gives a fuck about because there's a major metropolitan area somewhere else. So like, okay, cool. The capital of the country's in Maryland now, but like we still have Annapolis as our capital. Yeah. The only thing that would change is they would become the most populous part of Maryland. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're right. And then Maryland would have to at least gain a couple more delegates. It's only 700,000 people. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know what we would gain from it. Like, realistically. We would gain... Our taxes would go up by a fuck ton, though. You think so? We would now be in charge for maintaining everything in, in D.C. Oh, yeah. That would fucking suck. You know? So our taxes would definitely go up. I don't know if like our, um, you know, I don't, I don't know it's how confusing, much. It's confusing, man. It's confusing. Now with that. I don't know enough about economics to really be like, I like, I have no idea how much like DC as a, a district brings in, in tax revenue. So I don't know if like it would level out if we would be making a lot more money, like they can't be like that wealthy of an area. I mean, Baltimore isn't either, so it might just level out, but like... What are you talking about? DC's fucking wealthy as fuck. When it comes to what the city brings in, not like personal wealth of residents. Oh, yeah, because they all live in like outskirts and shit. Well, no, it's like, okay, fucking DC is like a wealthy area, but like how much money really is changing hands to where like the government's like getting a cut like tax-wise? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But um, I don't know, but we're going to go into a history lesson here. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready, Jordan. All right. So this is history lessons with Jordan D.
Robbie, let me ask you a question. This no. is gonna be real because I didn't I didn't no. like, pre anything really. Um, so hopefully I can remember some shit. Okay, so where did George Washington take his oath of office, Robbie? Where did he take his oath of office? Are you asking me the general location or the very specific one? Like what state did he take his oath of office in? What city? I have like, no, uh, I don't know. Was it in Virginia? No. George Washington took his oath of office in New York City. That's where the capital of the U.S. was located in 1789. <clears throat> Dude, I will admit I'm like really bad at the history of where the capital of the United States is. Yeah. So it's interesting, right? So 1789, the election of our first president, the capital was in New York City at that time. Before that, where was it? Do you know? Oh, fuck. It, I... it, moved, it moved three times, so... Oh, fuck. It was in Annapolis at one point, right? And it was also in Philly. Yes, it was in Philly. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't the capital Annapolis for a minute. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't think so. I think it was. And I think I got that. Uh, there's something with Annapolis and being the capital and then me fucking up in trivia. No, time. this is so it was probably the capital of like I'm talking about we're going from when the country started, which is when they declared independence. Right. So that's oh, yeah. it was just what well, was D.C., Philly, New York. Right. Yeah, because I mean the the whole not thing, in that order, or maybe in that order. I don't know. I know those Philly, are the three cities. There's Philly, New York, and then DC. So, um, but um, if you're a southern state at that time, why might you be upset that the capital was in New York? Um, because they they're not a slave state. No. So back uh, back then there were no roads, right? The ground was treacherous, and traveling north during the winter presented its own challenges. So, uh, concerning like the weather and stuff, it, you know, it gets cold, as Lindsay would say. You know, um, it gets the you know it snows a lot up there. Um, so the the southern states wanted the capital to be moved further down south. Okay, so this is where it gets a little interesting. So George Washington's Treasury Secretary was Alexander Hamilton. So we're now into... The, Broadway. The, so now we're on Broadway. So now we're getting into musical territory. A little bit, yeah. And, you know, this is actually, you know, the Ham Hamilton just came out on Netflix. So I don't know if you watched that yet, but I, I, I have never seen uh, it. Never seen it. So George Washington Treasury Secretary, Alexander Hamilton. Um, Hamilton's main agenda was to create a national debt so that he could issue government bonds that would create trust in the U.S. on the world stage. Because at, at that time, the whole problem with the, um, the, the um, uh, Articles of Confederacy and that shit was like finding a way for the government to make any money, right? So mm -hmm. it's just really difficult for the government to make money. So um, this was the first setup to the global trade and economy is for him to do this, right? So... He wanted uh, he wanted to use the national debt as a credit system. Basically, the more debt you would have, the more credit uh, this new country would have. So during the war, the states borrowed money from Holland and France to pay for the war. Now, after the war, many states, um, well, so many states loved this idea. Oh, oh, okay. So I didn't even. Okay, so <laughs> I'm all over the place here. So Alexander Hamilton, how did he, how did he want to grow this national debt? Do you know? I don't know. 
So since the states had accrued debt from Holland and France individually, Mm -hmm. Alexander Hamilton's idea was to assume the debt of all of the states and create a national debt by uh, getting rid of all the state's debts, making it go onto the federal government. Yeah, so he wanted to absorb the state debt and make it federal debt. Right. So many states love this idea of getting rid of their debt uh-huh. and uh, and throwing it in the hands of the federal government. Um, but many southern states had already paid off most or all of their debt. That's interesting. So they found this to be they they found this to be unfair, right? Because uh-huh. they've they've done their duty. They had a responsibility. They fucking did it. And it then was, that, it, was, it was Holland and France. Holland and France. Yeah. Were so the we were only part, two or the two major ones? Uh, France and like various ones in the Netherlands, but Holland was the, uh, yeah, Holland basically. So we had borrowed money from France and then France was fighting their own war, right? Or not, they were getting ready to, they were having issues with England. So they were like, no more money for you motherfuckers. So we had to go somewhere else. And that's when John Adams went over and negotiated, uh, some more funds from Holland. I mean, that's just interesting because I know that there was um, a pretty deep financial connection between the Confederacy and uh, England, specifically because of the cotton trade. So it's surprising yeah. to me that there weren't uh, more like debt ties, like financial ties, like on the state slash national stage between uh-huh. um, England and the South because they had such a pretty intense trade route already. Well, that was way later. This is Revolutionary War, not Civil War. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. And I, I actually have a little note on that later. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's way later, dude. This is way earlier. The England was our enemy, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I I understand that, but then like you know, once things settled down, right, right, right. That's and what I'm talking I, about. Like once things settled down, my understanding was pretty much like after the last shot was shot, England was like, "So what's you, up with that fucking cotton, dude?" Did you learn this from the Lincoln Marx book? Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so. Okay, so the southern states found it to be unfair. So a deal needed to be made, right? So um, th- they because uh, Hamilton, in order to do this, he would have to pass a law, right? And he would have to pass a bill to get it through. But the southern states wouldn't let him. And uh, so James Madison at the time, a leading representative of Virginia and seen as the leader of the South. My mother went to JMU. So did my father. Or sorry, my right? uncle. Nice. I, I I went there all the time to dr- drive drunk. To college. drunk drive drunk? No, to drive. Why are you telling me to shush up? No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm touching my nose. Oh. Um, I worked for a company that like drove drunk girls around um, so that they would be safe. Um, so yeah, from JMU to like bars and stuff. Um, and they would throw up in the bus and we'd get really weird. So, um, Madison was Hamilton's biggest threat to the defeat of his debt assumption plan. Now, Thomas Jefferson, this is when we, uh, Thomas Jefferson walks in Thomas Jefferson, having just accepted the position of secretary of state, George Washington's federalist government, despite being a democratic Republican and an opponent and, uh, and a opponent of Hamilton's assumption plan, Jefferson, for some reason, decided to help Hamilton by setting up a dinner date between Hamilton and James Madison. How much of this two, is covered in the play? For two to talk it over. I don't know. I've never fucking listened to the play. I've listened to 
various songs. I hope that you're getting this all wrong and people know it because it's like the plot of the play. I'm not I'm not getting it wrong. I don't get things wrong when it comes to history. <clears throat> uh, okay. <laughs> so this this dinner discussion was known as you've probably heard this before, the comp the compromise of 1790. So um just a note. This is not to be confused with the Great Compromise of 1789, where the Constitution stated that black men were supposed to be accounted for three-fifths of a human being in the census data recording. Um, So one year party of two um, different compromises, you know. Um, So what was the compromise? What do you think happened? I don't fucking know. Uh, well, Hamilton got his debt assumption bill, and Madison and the South got the capital to be moved to the Potomac between Maryland and Virginia, hmm. where it is today. And then Maryland and Virginia gave up pieces uh, to become the district. Did so. they buy it or did we give it up? Uh, they gave it up. Pussies. Also, they're fucking stupid because it still snows in Maryland and Virginia. Yeah, but not as not nearly as much. As but like, they could have taken it just like the tiniest bit south, and it would have been way less snowy. Well, here's the thing: is uh, essentially, you know, there's 13 states at the time, and they're all on the East Coast. This was actually in the middle of the country at the time, so they mm. were trying to. It's, it's really to find the best middle ground for uh, the capital wants to be in the center at all times, mainly, right? Uh, that or like that's the idea, and and at this time. Um, so interesting facts. Since George Washington knew ahead of time where DC was about to be, he purchased a few acres of land within the vicinity. The land grew in value exponentially after it was announced to soon be the capital city. So this he was, was the first guy to do some like true detective season two shit. Well, no, it was the birth of insider trading. So uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, yeah, he brought he he bought the land where he knew that they were going to be building the fucking highway in in yeah. five years, and then yeah, flipped it for five hundred, you know, five hundred percent. That's fucking smart as shit, dude. God Fuck, damn, that's fucked up. It's also crazy because like people talk about how corrupt things are now, like it's some new thing, and literally it's been going on the entire time. There's been like. Something well, that can be like money adjacent. To be fair, to be fair, at that time, it was a brand new country, right? We didn't have laws set up for this shit, so people were able I'm to get away. Talking with about that. laws, that's also like a morale—not morality, but it's like where do you draw the line between morality and like you know business acumen? Where you're like, I know this shit's going down. I got the inside scoop. I'm gonna purchase that fucking land, sit on that shit. That's my retirement, baby. I'm making yeah. a seven hundred percent profit on my investment. No big deal, dude. Yeah, well, I would have done the same fucking thing. I mean, honestly, me too. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine how much money you fucking got on? I know the piece of land too. It's um, if you go if you go to D.C. where the um Robert Taft Memorial is, not the president, but his fucking brother, that memorial, that's like where George Washington's piece of land was. It's Here actually, lies Bobby Taft. Bobby Taft, yeah, brother so of a like, fat dude. I don't think he's buried there. It's just a memorial. Here lies the memory of the brother of a fat guy. Yeah. Um, He was very anti-union fucking asshole. Um, But um, 
he uh yeah so it's right next to the capitol building so yeah probably a lot of money there another interesting fact um the amount of assumed debt at the time was 75 million dollars um, of their money or our money of the state money combined. no but like like uh is that in um local like currency or is that counting for inflation for like right now Oh no, that's that's the the currency back then. So seventy five million so, back then. Yes, yeah, so it was a lot of money. What is it in today's money? Oof, it would probably be in the billions. I'd imagine. You yeah. should find. I should have found that out. What I'm sorry. year did this happen in? Um, this was um seventeen ninety. Seventy five million in seventeen ninety. Right, money. And so and it grew. And the interest grew to be like 120 million. Um, so it wasn't fully paid off until 1835. Uh-huh. It was fully paid off by Andrew Jackson. So Andrew Jackson paid it off. And at the time when he paid it off, it ended up growing to 120 million. Hold on. I got to figure out how many zeros are in 17 million. You said 17 million? Yeah. 16 zeros. Or sorry. <laughs> six zeros. Not six. One, two, three. Four or five. Yeah, so you said seventeen million dollars in seventeen ninety money. Sorry, seventy five million dollars. Seventy five million dollars. All right, this is wonderful radio. We're doing a really good job. Um, all right, seventy five million dollars in seventeen ninety money is two trillion. Yeah, it's it's basically two point one trillion dollars. Yeah, so it's the fucking two zero nine zero one six eight four seven eight dot two six. Yeah, so it, like it is, it was the tax bill. It was that's Trump's tax bill right there. Jesus, two point one trillion dollars was the tax bill. Um, so yeah, that concludes history lessons with Jordan D. You did it, buddy. Yeah. So I mean, you know, not too exciting, but there's. Uh, I just thought it would go with the whole. DC state thing, you know. No, it's crazy that that story Anyways, got buried. That's I'll a really, it. you know, that's an interesting. It's an interesting, you know, whole part of our history is the history of the Capitol. Yeah, it's funny. The uh, more I'm like forced to kind of educate myself about like why things are fucked up, you know, because that's kind of like how it goes. Is like I hear someone talk about how something's fucked up and I'm like, I don't understand why it's bad. And then I like read the history of it. And it's like, Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Like I understand why Columbus statues suck. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's so fucking crazy how we don't learn any of this stuff in like at least public yeah. school. And now yeah. I have to spend my fucking late twenties and early thirties being like, who really was Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How does our capital actually work? I actually have some more stuff about like the capital, if you want to. Like the actual building? Yeah, go ahead. No, not the actual building, just like voting things? within like capitals. Yeah. Um, which is uh, so we had already gone over like what our capital currently has, right? And so we can compare that to other capitals. So for instance, in the National Congress of Argentina, the Autonomous City of Buenos Aires has 25 seats in the Chamber of Deputies, as well as three in the Senate, the same as a province, right? Uh-huh. In the Parliament of Australia, the Australian Capital Territory has seats in both the House of Representatives and Senate, 
although it was not until 1974 that residents of the ACT were able to vote uh, in the latter, actually. It's, it's weird. It's why, what's the whole, it seems like, it seems like when places set things up, they just like don't want federal districts or fucking governmental districts to have the ability to vote. Like, it's so weird. There must be like a weird con- conflict of interest that they were thinking about when setting these things up because it seems like they were just scared of having people living in that area voting for some reason, you know? Well, it, it's a slave thing, right? I mean, that's what it is now. It's the equivalent. It's they don't want there to be another democratic area, you know? That's a big reason why all of the American territories will probably never get equal voting rights as long as no, I'm talking about not even I'm talking about you were just naming these places. Yeah. They have- they have representation, but it took them a while, right? Because are you saying it was just the one place? It was just Australia. The National Congress of Brazil, the federal district, has eight seats in the Chamber of Deputies and three in the federal Senate, the same number as a normal state. In the Parliament of India, the national capital territory of Delhi is represented by seven members in the lower house and three members in the upper house, the latter being indirectly elected by the Union Territory's Legislative Assembly. In the Parliament of Malaysia, the federal territory of Kuala Lumpur has 11 MPs in the lower house, while um, the administrative center has one. In the upper house, each of the federal territories is represented by two senators, but these are appointed on the advice of the prime minister, whereas those representing the states are indirectly elected by a state legislative assembly. Uh-huh. In the Congress of Mexico, Mexico City is represented in the Chamber of Deputies as well as the Senate. You know, so like the list kind of goes on. You know, I have a whole list here of basically how their capitals function, like in electoral sense. But it, it is interesting how capitals are all, uh, you know, treated differently depending on what's so up. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll also go into the whole, the Constitution, um, the constitutional uh, meetup that they had in Philadelphia when they were trying to decide on how the government was going to be set up. Cause that shit's interesting too, because like you have James Madison and Hamilton who like were the, were the writers of the federalist papers. And they like, they basically had to go to, they had to write letters to all the States to try and to let them know like, Hey, we want a new form of government and all this kind of stuff. And like some States were like, fuck that. We're happy with the articles confederation and that kind of shit. Um, so they worked together on certain things, but then when it came to the constitution and writing and figuring out what was going to happen, they got in huge fights about like, you know, the whole reason why we have Senate and, and representatives is, is interesting, you know, cause you had the Southern states who wanted, who just thought the government should be represented with just a house of representatives. But then you had Hamilton who wanted more federal power. So they created the Senate to represent him. So it's really interesting. The whole two-party system goes all the way back to that. You know what I mean? Which is why we... Yeah. I think maybe... hmm, Sorry, I was thinking about why representing um, the district itself was weird. I don't know. Do you think that... I feel like maybe it had to do with the fact that, like, if we're going to have, like, a representative system going on, and the capital is there for these various representatives from around the country to show up in one place. I guess they kind of figured there might not be that many permanent residences since a lot of people coming in and out are going to be like technically residents of other areas. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Well, but it was a huge area. 
I but mean, that's, that's, that, that's the thing. It's where like my logic kind of stops once I start thinking about like the infrastructure that is like where they have like permanent residences around. You know what it's I mean? hundred square miles. Well, exactly. Know? But I'm just thinking like, I feel like that would have had to play into it. You know, and, I, and I don't know anything about it, but I feel like that would be part of the conversation. Would... God damn it. Yeah. You couldn't have waited literally two minutes. <laughs> I feel like it, you know, uh-huh. that probably had to play into it is the fact that they figured that there's going to be a lot of like transients coming in and out. So they'd rather continue to vote where they're a resident, you know, yeah. but I, I begin in like, then that doesn't make sense when you look at the size of, of the capital. I mean, but then again, if the capital was in New York and was Philly, like, I don't know. I don't know how any of how any of that stuff really works, but I feel like that probably played into it was the fact that there was a decent amount of like travelers coming in and yeah. out. So, yeah, you know, yeah, but can you imagine like having representation and then all of a sudden you're just in that fucking hundred foot rate or hundred foot you know square mile area and then all of a sudden that shit's just taken away from you if you just happen to live there although uh, apparently in that time there was only a there was like a few indian tribe no sorry a few native american tribes that were in in the area too i think um and i don't think there was very many actual like uh, colonial people that lived in the area so well yeah i mean we're i mean obviously there's a thing where the the theoretical component changed once it became practical so the idea of what they wanted for the capital like when those rules were set and how it would be represented or whatever like obviously completely changed when they're like let's just build a new one dude yeah 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 um cool um we should go to D.C. soon and uh, walk around and have history lessons. I mean, when the world opens up, I would like to go. I would like to go. If they're still doing that march, I would like to go to that. I haven't heard anything else about that, so I don't know if that's really going to happen. If there's um, if Trump gets booted out and there's a, a Biden inauguration, like, I'll go. I didn't go to the Obama shit. I didn't go to the Trump shit. I'd go to, you know, I'd go just to go. Sure. I mean... You know, apparently, maybe at that time there still will only they'll only allow groups of uh, ten people to be there. So, and you know that'll work because there won't be more than ten people there. Yeah, something like that. You can figure that. All right, I gotta go to a drive-through movie, your drive-in movie, not a drive-through movie, a drive-in movie. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Um. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um. We have been doing more stuff on Twitter. We're trying to get better at that. Um, follow us on the socials. You can easily find us everywhere. Uh, com for, I don't know, anything that you don't already fucking know about us. Um, please like fucking rate and review because that really, really helps us get more listeners and it helps us get like into the, um, like the shows you might also like lists, you know? So like, if you're not going to subscribe, that's fucking cool. I get it. But please fucking like just give us a five star rating and just like say something in the fucking comment section so we can get some more attention so we can like kind of grow that show. We don't really have any ad stuff going on right now because we feel weird about throwing our money to where we put our money right now. Let's just say I need a better mic. What? I said I need a mic. I'm saying telling them to subscribe so I can get a the better show mic. isn't buying you a mic I had to buy all my gear out of pocket you're buying your own gear out of pocket 
I know, but I need to like I they need to inspire me by subscribing. That's not how this works. You need well, to make it worthy of their time and money. Well, they're not going to feel like I'm worthy of their time and money until I get a better mic. So anyway. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to feel like they're worth your time or money until you get a better mic. So get a better fucking mic, which means <laughs> get a mic. Shit, I don't know how statements work. This is my fucking right. nightmare. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. So, Oh, wear a condom. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>